Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Friends, Jesus is inviting us today in the continuation of Luke chapter 11 to be people that show in our actions the truth and justice of our hearts. Do we have truth and justice in our hearts? First, to have truth, we have to know. We have to know what God is asking of us. And we know that God has written his law in our hearts. And to know justice, we also have to know that Jesus, who now sits at the right hand of the Father, is cheering us on in the great battle of life to make choices that align with what is good, with what is true, and with what is beautiful. But we also have freedom. So in that sense of justice, we can actually desire to step off the path that is lined up for us and do things according to our own devices, according to our own understanding, according to our own timing, and step outside justice. We can recognize that that truth and justice in our hearts can only exist if we place ourselves in the presence of God, can only exist in truth and in justice in a way that is life-giving. But if we are not in the presence of God, if we acknowledge the ways of God and then decide to choose them or not, and we're not doing so in the presence of God, we can fall into the trap of creating our own version of truth and we can create our own version of experience and step outside of the bounds of what is good, true, and beautiful so that we end up getting a lesson. If we're not self-observant, if we are not training ourselves in self-assessing, in, in self-reflection, we can then easily turn our gaze to others and start to look at how they are doing, how they are lining up in their sense of truth, how they're lining up in their sense of justice and become more interested in their version of it and we can become judging. The readings for today tell us don't do that. Don't judge because in the measure that we judge, we will be judged. The words from Jesus are harsh today. He's saying, woe to you, Pharisees, a couple of times. Then he says, woe to you, lawyers. And I'm married to one. But they're coming to him saying, hey, look at us. Look at our outside. Look at our actions. We're doing pretty well. You can look at us and we're, um, we're following all the laws to the T. But Jesus says, you're paying all the tithes, but you're paying no attention to God. That sense of, of truth and justice in our heart done for our own device, for our own accord, for our own sense of what is right and wrong and not God's, is outside then of the steps of his presence. And then we pay no attention to how our life is aligned with God and we don't show any love for God. And Jesus says, yes, follow the rules, but first, align your hearts. Don't seek the places of honor in marketplaces and synagogues because you are not aligning with God. 
they feel insulted. So they say, oh my goodness, you're insulting us. And he says, yes, you are putting such heavy burdens on others to carry, but you yourself don't lift one finger to touch them. Friends, I am wondering what is the state of your church regarding this? What is the state of your home regarding this? What is the state of your heart regarding this? I have been oh, grieved, friends, by the state of our Catholic churches that are not extending themselves in charity, even to new people that attend our services. We are so accustomed to coming in and out, in and out, in and out. We do our worship and we leave without paying any attention for how we're connecting with those around us, that we are creating environments that are not welcoming. And I tell you that these happened to me. I happened to go to a church that was not my own. I got there by Uber and it was in the suburbs and there was a particular thing that I, I went to see. And then when I was coming out, I didn't have uh, coverage. And so I asked a young person, do you know how I can get coverage? It was almost like insulting or like I was very imposing, like just to say, how can I get connection? Do you know um, if there's a certain area of the church where that would work? Because I'm trying to get an Uber. I got here by Uber and I'm not able to um, to get back. Finally, I asked, after asking several people, I was to the point of tears watching how everybody was coming out of mass and nobody really wanted to even hear what I had to say. Um, we've become very close-minded. It, it shows me how I get so much in a hurry that I'm not looking around. So I finally found an older lady who listened to me and she got her husband and both of them uh, decided they they could help me out. In fact, they drove me. I just needed, I could have walked, but it would have been 45 minutes. It was just a five-minute ride. It showed me that we get very, very focused on the letter of the law, but we are very, very quick to overlook the stranger, overlook the person in need that is right around us. And when it happened to me, it made me realize how many places and ways do I do that for others? How do I hear the voice of others? Psalm 62 says, Lord, the Lord will give us according to our works. And that can be very tricky. It's not what we know. It's not necessarily the sense of diligence that we have, but according to our works. How are we extending ourselves to others? How are we meeting the stranger, meeting the uncomfortable person, Extending ourselves in those ways can be difficult. In the letter, the first uh, reading, letter to the Romans, we have moved now to chapter two. And Paul also speaks about judgment. He says, by the standards by which you judge another, you condemn yourself. Since the judge, since you, the judge, do the very same things. We know the judgment of God on those who do such things is true. Do you suppose then? You who judge those who engage in, su in such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God. Make sure that you're being kind, forbearing, patient, and that you're doing that without stubbornness or an impenitent heart, that you are placing yourself in the presence of God 
and that to him may be the glory and honor. Today's words about judgment, about the ability to stand in the presence of God in honor of his greatness with a sense of truth and a sense of justice, knowing that it is not about our performance on the outside, yet it is so important that our works are pleasing to the Lord, that we have to be more mindful about how God sees us and have a daily sense of self-assessment and self-reflection rather than our focus on how others are doing it or how others are perceiving us or how others are holding us in, in terms of fame or reputation. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we hear the voice of your Son. He knows us by name and we follow him. Allow us to open our hearts, to hear your words, to follow your commands, to be merciful and forbearing and compassionate with others, not quick to judge, and to know that you have a plan for our lives, that you have a destiny for our lives, and to align ourselves with that highest of wishes that you have for all that you have given us. We thank you, Father, and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.